Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Welcome back. Um, today, this week, we have on a fellow colleague of mine, Mr. Dale Best. Uh, Dale has worked with me for some, worked with me, alongside me for some years now. I brought him onto the team as a stylist, uh, working with men to help refine their look, help them to understand image a lot better. Um, he does a fantastic job at that. Uh, he's working with the individuals to understand what styling actually is all about and actually come up with their own style um, so when they leave the process, when they leave our programs, they actually have, then have the ability to go out there and handle that area of their life, handle that area of their life themselves. So um, I'll be inviting Dell on uh, in a moment or two. If you've got any questions throughout, okay, remember this, this, this week we are going to be discussing the topic of do looks matter, okay? So if that's been on your mind or you've had some insecurities in that area of your life before, do stay tuned because this is your opportunity to get whatever questions you may have answered, okay? And this guy's been working with uh, a lot of individuals over the, over the past couple of years now and, and really helped them go on quite a journey. So um, this is your opportunity, guys. So I'm gonna invite Dale on. So we can get him on. Del, thanks for um, taking the time to come come on. Um, I've already introduced you a little bit there to the audience and for those that will be listening after this broadcast. Um, you know, would you like to just sort of reintroduce yourself um, and and tell tell us a little bit about your story? You know, and I know you've shared this story before, but for for those that are listening today, it'll be the first time. So you know, what kind of led you on the path to understanding image and style, um, you know, maybe sharing some of your experiences as working as a model, being out on the London scene, you know, um, being probably the most well-dressed guy in the room in, on most occasions, like, with all, what's... <laughs> <laughs> so, so just talk us through your story, you know, and bring us up to speed. All right. Okay. Um, well, I was raised in Hackney, <laughs> and Hackney for a lot of the time was um, back then. We're speaking about like the late eighties and so forth. So, um, an element of style was pretty much brought into everything that we did. Whether you were um, um, dancing, um, um, playing an instrument around that time, there was a lot of dance troops and stuff like that, body popping and everything else with it. So everything had an emphasis on style. I like the style of this individual. I like the style of how this one skates, or I like the style of how this one plays. So everything kind of like rang into that. So me um, leaving secondary school and and getting into college, the whole style aspect of me came through that of initially um, through dancing and getting familiar and getting comfortable with girls, right? So I went to college in, in like the late 80s. And when I started studying and so forth around other, well, I didn't call them creatives. They were just kind of like 
classmates and so forth, but we were all doing, at the time, I did a pre-entry course for, for leather goods and footwear. After the pre-entry, at that time, I decided to run with footwear. And in doing footwear, I got into the whole concept of design. And then when I got into the whole thing of design and footwear, I um, automatically was attracted to clothing and looking at looking a particular way, but not having the funds, but not having the means to do so. Mm. So my mother, my mother being a seamstress now, I decided to ask her if she could show me how to make a pair of trousers, to make a shirt, make a jacket. So I asked if she could, if she could show me, because she, she goes, oh, of course, what are you speaking of? So like we, um, I ended up kind of like going, I don't know if you remember Woolworths. Do you remember Woolworths? Woolworths, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, so like, um, I think I bought a couple of patterns for about 30p or 50p or something like that. I brought them home. She says to me, bring the pattern home and I'll show you how to, I'll show you how to change it. I'll show you how to move it and everything else with it. Because remember, I was a student, so I had no, no cash coming in whatsoever. Yeah. And around that time, all you did to kind of like get your look together, because you didn't really, you didn't, you, it was something, it was something that you didn't really, it, didn't, it wasn't something, at that time, it was something that you really didn't like think about with regards to a look, you just did it. Because the music broke out to you to do that. You know what I mean? There was James Brown, the meters, Parliament Funkadelic, Prince, all these cats were coming out and very stylish. So it was like a no-brainer that I have to get something together. And on doing that, you started um, going to the clubs and getting to the dance and everything else with it. And then from there, you kind of like thought that, you know, you you didn't want to look like everybody else. You know, yeah. I mean, some people probably didn't think too much about it. All oh, right, so the Harrington jacket's in, let me get that, or I need a Crombie, let me get one of those. But me, personally, and a few others around me at the time, we were all about um, doing our own thing, having our own take on whatever we liked. So if someone wore something with the collars up or, or wore something with the collars down, we'd get something, do our little thing with it and wear the collars, and wear, and wear the collars up. And it was, um, it, it was like, it, it, that's, how, that's how the community was, man. It, it really was like that. It's really interesting because, like, you know, it's, it's, I think at a young age you go out and you all look to, you, you see your friend dress a certain way, wearing a certain jacket or a jumper, and you go out and get a similar one. Um, and I, I recall a, a similar moment in my life where I kind of made that pivot and become more of an individual as, as opposed to, you know, part of the crowd. So yeah, it really resonates with me. Yeah, man, I mean, like, that was like, that was like a no-brainer for us, man. I mean, we didn't, for, we, it didn't make sense for us to dance like somebody else or to play an instrument like somebody else. They may have an influence on you if you're speaking instrumentation and music, but in the same way with um, styling or, or the way uh, a trousers or your trousers were cut or anything like that, you just kind of like, it was like um, a no brainer for us to kind of like, well, let me kind of like take it in here or or bring it in there. So I, I, I grew up around the, the, like the whole time, you know, it, it was like an absolute norm. You know, and then as time went on, 
um, I've always said to you that styling is not a destination, it is a journey that you just can't like throw things into it. And even now I'm still on a journey with things that I'm learning in terms of like clientele, working with people and getting to know, um, you know, different themes and styles and regards to dress and everything else of it and, you know, and working with colours and accessories. It's all like, I'm still growing in that department as well because I'm not just dealing with myself now. I'm having yeah. to deal with another mindset, you know? It's an interesting point. Yeah. And what with that, what have you learned from working with individuals, you know, um, and putting together looks that aren't geared around your personal image, you know, what, what have you took away from that experience? Just knowing that I have to, you know, knowing that you have to hone yourself into someone's kind of, 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 of you, you need to, <laughs> you need to really kind of like um, bring yourself into someone else's line of thinking. Um, And what does that process look like? I mean, like, you know, I know, I know there's a certain, um, some important questions that you, you ask clientele to put, to get them thinking in a certain way. Um, yeah. Could you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So it's a bit, I mean, I mean, but in answering your first question about what I found different, it was all about dialing myself into, into the individual about, you know, what, what do I feel as though they wanted and what are they comfortable with? Because I may have an idea or a picture of how I see them being styled, how I see them being fitted, but it's all about at the end of the day, do they feel comfortable in what I'm putting on them? And um, that being the case, what I do, as you know, I um, put together a questionnaire um, where I um, approach the client as if they are a creative in themselves. So they're having to put themselves in that space where they're having to do the research they're having to put a mood board together, which just comprises of concept, direction, and visuals with regards to images they may be drawn to. And if that draws a blank, I try to kind of like pull things, try to get them into a space where they're open up their eyes more with regards to images, um, styling, or fashion, so be it, by looking at media, that of film, that of music, that of celebrity, that of magazines, so they can kind of conjure up some kind of idea of what's out there. Because many a time I have come across people who, 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 really, who really don't have that. And um, it's just for us <clears throat> as stylists just to put them in the picture and to let them come, as it were, out of their shell, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> And, you know, as we're moving through the seasons now, um, something I've been thinking about is it can be quite a task to manage the wardrobe in such a way that just gets you prepared moving into that season. Um, you know, for, for instance, something I've done is I've put a lot of my winter clothes just in a box and put that in storage because it's just not necessary. Is there any tips that you kind of have and are able to share with us in, in regards to like wardrobe management? Well, wardrobe management, well, 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 first and, well, first and foremost, if you have an idea where you want to go with regards to styling and clothing or attire, um, you may want to first start with, as you just said, look at your own wardrobe and look what could come together. Um, in most instances, 
incidences that this is a, that I've been in. It's been like um, a lot of times people don't know where to start, like what to get rid of, what to adjust, or what to play with. Um, yeah. So how I usually work with that again, I result back to the uh, the mood board where they have an idea of where the client stands. And then what we try to do from there is have a meeting on, either we go to their house, they bring a few items with them or they take images as such to get an idea of what kind of field they're playing with and what they feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's the step that has to be taken with regards to us putting forward a mood board in the first place so that we can have an idea visually of where that individual is so that we can start. Yeah. Yeah. But are there, are there some things that people just should avoid? Like, if it, you know, if, I mean, <laughs> I want to make people think right now that I want there to be a few items for you to suggest right now that people just should not have in their wardrobe. And I want people to cringe because they know they've got them in their wardrobe. And that person might be me. I don't know. But well, are there any things that kind of stand out to you or just like, yeah. Well, there's, there, there, well, it, it, there's, there's, there's nothing for me to kind of like point out directly say you shouldn't have this, you shouldn't have that, because like mm-hmm. styling is an individual thing, you know, so um, there really is no wrong or right way to go about it, but there is a way, you know, um, but the only the only things that I can say that I think are clear disqualifiers are regards to, you know, um, you know, don't wear a patterned garment that goes against you, you know, or, you know. So what does that, what does that mean, for example? I mean, uh, like, like what? Like what, what? What? What could be an example there? Well, a short man's not gonna. A short man's not gonna um, wear. It's not. Is is it? Isn't you wouldn't um, advise someone who's short to to wear a pattern that's going down to the ground because it's just gonna accentuate their shortness. Or right. you're not gonna again hitting on the short man. I don't mean to. <laughs> but if you have if you have if you have a if you have um a very long torso and, and your legs seem to be somewhat short then you've got to be careful on how you use belts right right because you could cut yourself in half of one of those you know so you may need to bring yeah. that up have a bit of a waistband yeah and work and give a look so it's not necessarily about like um pointing your finger at clothes saying well you shouldn't have this or that shouldn't be here or blah 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 that individual may like, like that particular thing and it's about bringing that in and making that work whatever decide what they're looking for. Mm. Um, again, I mean, like, I'm not really hip to um, that of um, the look that was in the 80s, even though I, I did it. But now, would I wear an 80s look? No, because it, it isn't me. But if I see someone who's into that look, into that given time, and they're doing it well, I take my hat off to them. Because they've done it right and it works for them, you know. Then it's all about that, you know, very much so. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what? So let's. I really like where we're going with this now. We're talking about like body types, I guess. So, you know, you mentioned some some don'ts there of someone that is, you know, short and you know maybe a bit round around the waist. Um, what about someone who is quite skinny? There you go. So, so, so if someone is quite skinny, physically challenged yeah. in that way, um, what 
what would help them sort of disguise the fact that they are maybe sort of too skinny in the same way disguise the way that someone is a bit too round well if some if some, the only thing the only thing i can think about in regards to skinny people you may want to go for like a wider leg so you're not going to wear like you're not going to wear like you know these skinny, skinny jeans and yeah you're, you're not going to do that yeah some people do <laughs> right but i mean i did you're not going to do that you're not going to accentuate your skinniness you want to kind of like wear something that fits comfortably on your on you know on, on your leg but you still see people that do that and yeah they just look like they just look like a spider with bobber boots you know <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> But I mean, who, who are we to say yes or no, man? If that if that if that does it for you, I mean, I mean, I mean, a lot of the, I mean, I mean, back in the day, with a lot of the punks used to do that, didn't they? You see, like a big tall, skinny punk guy, he would be wearing drain pipes and a pair of loafers at the end of it. But that was the look. Yeah. You know, we're working with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And what about uh, colours? Like, if someone is quite pale, what colours should they? look to avoid and if someone is quite dark which you know which colors to steer towards and avoid also well i feel as though if you, i mean um you, you you referenced nature before you know you said if you're ever in doubt about coloring and how to mix your colors just look, look at nature because all of the answers are there and what, so what do you what do you mean by that well i always feel as though nature is um um the, the most natural color palette, right? Um, I once had the, I once saw a, um, I had a slide actually of like this duck, right? The Caribbean that had pretty much every other color or not every other color, but all the colors that it had on its back, you could, you could pair them up and go together. So if I'm looking at my window right now, I'm looking at green, right? Um, I see buds that are yellow. Lower down, I see a lightly tarnished brown, which is the bark. If you just take any of those colors of what I just have outside my window, not even trying to put those together in a garment, it will work. Right. Um, you're not gonna. You're not gonna work. You're not gonna. You're not gonna push on. Um, you're not gonna push on. Um, like um, if someone is very much of a pale skin and they're very wearing like a very, very pale blue or pale green, they would tend to look ill. Yeah. You know? Um, like I wash, almost like washed out. I don't meet many pale people. <laughs> but, like, um, 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 but like, um, again, it's just common sense. I just feel like, you know, when, you, when it comes to colors and, 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 and kind of like um, variations of color, together i mean like i think like nature is the first place to look at you know um and i've always thrown that at clients so even on speaking to them walking down the street i say like look at this i'll come down look at this mm. right look at mm. the, you know, the pencils of this flower just kind of like you know and swinging it back around for like your own personal experience like how how, how important do you think style has been personal styling has been towards uh, creating a conversation with someone new for the first time? Like how instrumental has that been? How, how much of a part has that played in the fact that you have, are now speaking to someone new for the first time? Well, it, well it, I mean, it, it, still, it, it still stems back to the, to the phase that um, first impressions count. 
um, um, even when an individual is seeking employment and, and going for a job, they pretty much have an idea what they're going for and how they should attend. Yeah. And, um, and even though you're not applying for a job, I think the same thing applies when, um, you know, it means you, an individual wants to feel as though you're confident, to feel as though you have a, an edge and flow about you. Um, that in conversation, that in your personality, I think styling could reflect that in many ways. You know, your attention to line, you know, um, um, your attention to cut, right? Which just give off a vibration of some kind of clarity that you know what you want and you feel, and at the same time, more importantly, feeling comfortable, sorry, and at the same time, feeling comfortable within yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had a situation the other day where, um, you know, as you know, I've been working out quite a lot over this lockdown period. And, you know, for the first time, I am starting to see people, you know, I'm often training with my top off, right? And it's not because I'm yeah. doing, doing anything. <laughs> it's not because I'm doing anything posy. No, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but but um you know you get a look you yeah. get a look whether that's from someone that's straight or gay or whatever <clears throat> right you are getting attention and i can the last time i you know obviously when you're out you you pick up on social cues uh, when you're in certain environments for whatever reason but i remember the first time i ever worked with a stylist i walked out of the shop after being styled and for the first time in my life, I was starting to realize I was getting attention because of the way that I looked right. in a positive light. And I was, I was starting to understand that women were looking at me with in mind that I am understanding their language. That's right. And that for me was absolutely eye-opening. You know, I, I right. never had got the styling thing right up until that yeah. point and and recently you know I'm, I'm making such efforts to look better physically and i'm i'm getting the same sort of recognition um as i'm doing that so i think looks are looks are important looks do matter and we can all make the effort in looking better um every year i look to myself make myself look better in terms of my grooming, whether that be the change of a haircut, right? Whether that be, you know, a few shades off, off, off the beard, you know, just keeping on top of that. Um, manscaping, whatever the thing is, it's just constantly, you know, snowballing and being progressive with that, that styling, image. Styling, styling, styling is an energy. It, 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 is, a, it, it, it is that and, and people, in again on speaking clientele, but sometimes you would look up with someone and they're very quick to go through the questionnaire and then when you meet up with them you really you really you know whether they've gone for it properly and, and, and give themselves some some proper me time to go through it. Because it because it, it, it's um it is an energy. You know, yeah. just a dance is an energy. A, when you're dancing with a woman there's a certain level of tension and you moving her around the floor if you're doing that kind of dance that is, right? Yeah. 
it's um it's a relationship so like styling again is a relationship with your inner self right about finding the cup and the flow and first and foremost feeling comfortable with so which is styling pure and simply just out there being naked you know um and people find that attractive yeah right and um and 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 you will feel good to share the fact that you've elevated that because people come to you and give you compliments and so forth like that and, and really mean that, you know. And let's, let's, let's talk about that. I mean, you know, what, what we've spoke about between us before is the most overlooked factor when a client is coming to us, you know, looking to better their style, better their image. They'll pick out images <clears throat> with certain models, wearing the garments, and they'll say, I want to look like that. And right. what they haven't took into consideration is what that guy looks like under those clothes. It's not the garment that is making that, that individual in the picture look great. It's the whole image. Everything it- in that image is making that image look great. And that's including one's physicality. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Like if you want to look great in clothes, you need to put in the work to look great underneath those clothes. That's 100%. I mean, you, you have to have a solid ground and you have to have a solid foundation. Um, you know, um, in feeling confident in your own body, you know, um, which is a key factor, you know, and therefore, you know, it may mean a gradual transformation by taking exercise and so forth and everything else of it. But if you're bringing you're bringing me images of Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp and <laughs> <laughs> or Prince Harry, Prince Harry. Harry. On, on occasion we have Prince Harry. Isn't yeah, it? man, you can't. You, like can't you know, I mean, I could get close to it, but if you're out here looking like flipping Stavros from the convention, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Then it's not going to work, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's not, it doesn't make sense. I mean, like, um, they forget that there are, there, are, there, are, there are clients like that who forget, that, that who forget about that. You know, you have to kind of like, if you can't, if you can't, before, before you even see a stylist of anyone, of any kind, if you can't take your clothes off completely, completely naked in front of the mirror yeah. and be happy with what you're looking at, right. then you probably should wait until you are happy. Right. At least halfway or seventy-five percent happy with what you look. Yes, agreed. You know, because that's because you you're going to be because you're going to be dressing. If that frame has clothes on it and doesn't look how you want it to look, then um, it doesn't mean doing the work. And we all have to do the work. That is you the know? biggest for me. That that was the biggest sort of breakthrough. I mean, you know, just making making a conscious effort to put the time and energy into my physicality, you know, my fitness in order to achieve a certain image. Well, tell you what, with me, with me, when, before I, before I started training, I was dying up with a girlfriend of mine. She said to me, she made reference to me that I always lean forward. Right. 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 Which I really didn't pay too much attention to when I actually noticed that when I walked well, if I was walking past um, a shop, I'd look at my reflection in the mirror and realize that I was leaning, bending, like bending, bending forward. Right. And um, I got into training straight away. 
I have a posture. To, to, to correct your posture. Yeah, yeah, man. My posture, my posture changed within about like four to six weeks. Yeah. Right? But it had to be brought to my attention. But in hindsight, I always felt a little bit on the skinnier side. I'm not a larger guy. You know? Yeah. You know? Um, and then, so when I actually started kind of, I mean, large as in terms, in terms of kind of like bulk, you know? So um, that's something which I had to take on board. You know, so you and, and you know, and and we all find moments of that within our, you know, from you know, from um, puberty and becoming men or women that we do need to kind of like take care of, so take care of ourselves, both mentally and physically, and get it, and just do some type of exercise. Yeah, like I'm be styling. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I, there was a time when I was um, styling one woman. She was trying to. We were friends. She's trying to wear wear put on this dress that just didn't work. With her. No, she's out, guys are taking her out for dinner, she's going party, she's drinking champagne, and then I meet up with her. And she wants me to take the box and just grab her arm and take her out. No, you can't wear that. Then the hanging out. I had to be honest, I mean, you got, I just had to be honest. Because look, I don't know who you're moving with, but. You know, so the training aspect of things, that's we're going back to what we're talking about, training, you know, diet, exercise, no, that became obsolete because you're too busy um, parting your ass off and guys buy you bottles of champagne, glasses of champagne and everything and forgetting yeah. about You have to create balance, you know what I mean? You have to, you know? If there's too much, if there's too much exercise and too much that, that's another thing again, right? You know? How much do you miss LA, Dale? I'm looking forward to it. I don't, I don't know too much. I don't, I've, I've had a touch of it, as you know, so I'm not, I'm not where, missing. Well, I mean, how, missing. here's a question. I mean, you know, you had the experience of styling a client in LA. How does it compare yeah. to working with the guys in London? In terms of someone coming from here, going to LA? You in terms of working with them on a one-to-one on -one basis. Right, so you don't, you don't necessarily mean someone from London... Being, um, no, but that, that is that is a great that is a great point. Yeah, that that's a great point. But that does definitely add some. Well, let's let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, like um, when we were styling Graham, and again speaking with some of your clientele in um, LA, which do have a they 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 do look at the whole thing a little bit differently. I think going by the guys that we met. But going back to your first question and taking someone from over here mm. and coming on the journey that you that we had to LA, then it's um it's definitely more impactful, um, more intense, more full on, because you are in the thick of it. And it's like um it's a different kind of woman out there. Even though, you know, so like like they're uh, you have to come with it. <laughs> you have to turn up. Yeah, you gotta turn up. Yeah. You gotta turn up. But I don't want guys to be afraid of that. Yeah. yeah? That's something that you want to impress. You know? You want to get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. Styling is the same thing. And um and when you merge in the two at the same place in a place like LA, gosh. <laughs> and with the weather, say no more. You know what I mean? I'm looking forward to going there. I mean, as you know, with this lockdown, subject to going there just before it came in. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm looking to go. I'm, I, I'm, I am looking forward to going there.
with the with the guys with the guys that have um you know they might be a bit strapped for cash um coming out of this and you know they want to look good but they're just working with a bit of a smaller budget yeah i mean i know you've worked with clients and, and you know, work with budgets from different ends of the spectrum right i mean is it possible and it, is it possible working with a smaller bu- budget to get a to put together some outfits and if so you know what what would you suggest like what sort of places to go um and what is that figure well well, well speaking my feel or them by themselves <laughs> they're, they're spending budget yeah i mean like um no just um again it all depends on what you're looking for and what you want to do because i mean like you know Say say I'm out. Say I'm right. Like look, I I I need to put two outfits together for three hundred pounds. Is it possible? Oh, absolutely. Wow. I mean, what? I mean, with that budget in mind, I mean, what sort of places would would you would we be working with? Um, check out startups or, or pop-ups. I would say, you know. Um, there's a few places that you could pop in around Brick Lane, Spitfields, um, Notting Hill still, Notting Hill Market still, um, Notting Hill still have their market happening um, around there, but their prices have gone up now somewhat because they're a lot more popular now than they were, aren't they? So it's gotten yeah. a little bit trendy. So, but like, um, as long as you, if you're visual and you and you really want it, really want it, really want it to happen. And it just means putting boots on the ground and kind of like really taking a look for yourself or what's out there. Yeah. Because um, you may see something and think, you may see something and think, oh, I like this, but it doesn't fit me. Get it anyway. Just get it taken in. You know, go yeah, to I think, I think, I think that's an important, I think that's an important yeah. um, point to make because that was something I learned later on in life about just the, the ability to, you know, because I, I, I would always get a garment and it wouldn't quite be there in the, in the sleeves, for example, you know, mm. or it'd be a bit wide around the waist, you know, or, or on the legs, you know, it doesn't quite get the length. But, you know, working with tailors, it's it's not even, it's not actually that expensive. You, you think it may be expensive, but it, it's very affordable. I think a lot of people think like tailoring um, is is quite a prestigious um, thing, um, but it, it, it's it's not. It's very it's very in reach for for everyone to go and do. Yeah, you it, can it, make it, you it, can it, make it, a cheaper it, outfit look actually quite expensive. Yeah, it, it just it just means finding your guy, finding the tailor is like finding finding the right barber or finding the right guy to cut your hair. You know. They're, they're, all, they're all have their they're all priced up in, in in different ways going by what what they do. Bearing that in mind, I have kind of like thought about even how I put my services forward. Because if I because if I don't have to, if I don't actually have to be present or make appointments, I have something that I could put forward with regards to an online service, with regards to people where I could point them or leaving myself open for information to help individuals to make that um, budget work more in their favor, you know? Um, but again, with um, with tailors, it's just like everything else. I mean, you've got your marker, 
and other people have their markup for what they do as what you do as well, being like a life coach and everything else. It just depends on what kind of level people want to go to. And um, and it's always better to go with like um, word of mouth, isn't it really? And even if word of mouth means that it may be a little bit more, I always think it's worth putting, a, you know, just putting that little bit extra to one side and just making it happen. I mean, yeah. you, you, know my, you know my experience already in working with a website individual, right? Mm-hmm. I've Someone else, all right, I've had to dig a little bit deeper in my pockets at this given time, but want the job done. Yeah, want it done well. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Is there any other sort of like little tips, tricks, and hacks that people need to consider when they're trying to refine their style and um, you know put put together their their desired image, or maybe maybe if they can't even they don't even know where to start. They just need to be vigilant and get involved. Sometimes, you know, every, you know, we've all gotten a bit lazy sometimes, even myself, when it comes to kind of like Google and everything else. But sometimes it does mean boots on the ground, checking out a flea market. Um, some of the Sunday markets, again, Brick Lanes, um, um, Spitfield, Westbourne Park, you know, you know, or, you know, even some of these car boot sales that may put, you know, local. have a look. If it's a nice yeah. day. You know, we're in summer right now. Have a coffee, stop by um, 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 a market, and just have a look. You know, because it doesn't. You know, and and then having a look that should stimulate some kind of ideas. Take pictures with your phone. You know, bring back your findings back home. Look at the images that you have, right? Um, compare it to something that you already like, but you're already looking at, and then think to yourself, okay, well, I like this. I like A. I like B, I've got this C and D, right? All right, how do I move to that direction? Does it mean what you just said earlier on, where getting alterations done? That may be the case. So it's all out there. It just means boots on the ground and tell you get involved. Again, when it comes to research, reflect on your wardrobe, you know? What did you consciously wear today, right? Disregarding any uniforms or anything. <laughs> How did you feel wearing it mentally, physically? How does it make you feel? That's right? a great question. Right? And if you feel and, and if it, and in feeling that way, then think about that feeling as a three-dimensional object or, or a place and go there. Again, with what we were talking about, colours, look at nature. Again, an inspiration for colour color combinations and everything else it it just means getting out now's the best time because the weather's good yeah i think when i started tuning into the frequency a lot more i started to pick up on well-dressed individuals more so walking you know just on my day-to-day it might be you know leaving the house going to grab a coffee and just taking a moment and you know just acknowledging like yeah that guy's well-dressed and then Absolutely. taking it and then taking it a step further and going okay yeah. what is it that's working for that guy yeah and can i steal something that he's done like what's his color in what's his hair color could i pull that off could that work okay yeah maybe i need to add that sort of uh something to the wardrobe and add that and you know often at times yeah i would i would <laughs> i'd refine a look basically. 
Absolutely, man. Even, I mean, before, you know, I mean, whenever I go out, if I, if I see a guy that's cutting it and, and doing it well, right, mm. whether it be a pair of boots or a jacket or a shirt, if I like how he's getting this guy, I'll, I'll say something to him. Yeah. But if he walks past me, or if I'm walking to him, guy, woman, you know, whoever, man, if, if, if they've got it right, always. Because how can you not? In my world, anyway. Well, I used to be that guy. Like, I, I talk about that quite a lot. Oh, you know, you which... <laughs> <laughs> I was very insecure when I was younger. If someone was dressed well, I'd just quietly in my head go, toss up. You know? <laughs> but, you know, as, as you mature and grow up, you, uh, you really, you, you know, game recognizes game. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny you saying that because in, in 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 Hackney when, when when we grew up seeing that from a, we we used, to, we used to look at it far and think oh right man shit so that's how so that's how it's supposed to be so, so that's how it's supposed to be done then all right and then we go out looking for it yeah and then we find something to it right yeah and then next thing you know on finding something close to it you meet another cat or it, it just kind of like branch out because you leave yourself open as an open person to learn and to take on board and be influenced positively you know what I'm saying mm. and um, but I know what you're saying I do know what you're saying because I I, 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 I I understand that as well um, I can't say I've experienced it in that way because just, just going by the kind of um, 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 circles that we were moving in but funny enough, a lot of the things that kind of united us around style that helped us come together and bunch together and move together, um, predominantly was music. Mm-hmm. You know, a new album would come out, and again the album cover, you know, the style of the album, everything, the style of the music. You know, what I mean, everything kind of like there was always like a coming together. You know, what I mean, or oh, a new dance move. It was all like everything was everything was being drawn to the center. Styling was no different. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think has been the most challenging thing uh, that you've come across so far working with the guys that, uh, that are thrown your way? The most challenging thing is just try to install, um, when you're trying to install confidence in an, indi- in an individual that doesn't have it, you know, so they may come, they would, they would come with this alter ego feeling, you know, they might not feel 100% comfortable in the space with me because they don't know me. But when they realize, when they kind of like get to know me, think, okay, all right. They kind of like, um, they may project, in some cases, they may project an image of what and how they want to look, look, but really they're not ready for it. They may not have followed the protocol with regards to what you're putting forward with them. They think, you know what? All right, let me just put that to one side for a moment. Let me just get this styling thing together. But they have to kind of like, we do have to walk them through it. And sometimes that is the challenge. Mm. The sheer fact that you may see a look that, or see something that they're not quite ready for, you know? And again, it may be a physical thing as well, by what we said with someone like, you know, not kind of like looking after their body, not, not eating a particular way, but they want to look like um, the rock star. You know, or they want to look like the guy on the screen. You know, they want to be like a 007 in their own world. You know what I mean? They want to do this and do that. You could do that. 
there's nothing wrong with doing that and wanting that, but you need to kind of like get here in a particular place where your whole swag could come together, you know? Yeah. I mean, no one goes up to a bar, right, and start drinking, what, one, two, three glasses or whatever. You have to move to that, or, you know, or you'd be on the floor, right? I mean, no one just, I mean, I'm not a drinker. I don't sound like one. I mean, you know, you have to kind of an, an accumulate a certain amount to be able to stay on the, to keep up with certain people who may be drinkers, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only way I could break down that of like the whole um, styling thing. So it's just, that's what it is. It's just, some of them are just like, it's just like, um, in, in, you know, but at the same time, it's making them feeling comfortable with where they are. And if they can't go quite go for that, then let's go for this first. You know, yeah, that fits. You know, get comfortable with that. But just the sure fact that you're pushing something on them, you presume that they're out of their comfort zone already. There were a lot of them all, and, and this bearing, and bearing in mind that they're probably out of their comfort zone, the sheer fact that they're working with you first. Yeah. I've seen you work, and I thought, man, gosh, that's putting them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. I was the first time I went out of you, are you? And just kind of like, you know, but clearly, you know, you've, you know, you've taken them, you know, you, you know, you know, you've been with them, you know, you go through the theory and blah, 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 and you get to a point where they got to jump out of the nest. Yeah. Find <laughs> it is that. Yeah, no, and and, um, and and let's face it, when, and, and when you have done that, I've seen them looking uncomfortable and everything else, feeling a bit uneasy, and they come back with four or five things. Yeah, and 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 more more colourful outcomes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're blushing more than the girls themselves. <laughs> 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 that's what we do here that's what yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> um i always ask this question to to everyone we do discussions on here i know you've been watching them week in week out um you know if you had to put a room uh if you had to host a dinner party and you could invite guests to attend whether they're present or you know they've passed uh who would be on your guest list? Who do you have around the table? Dead or alive? Yeah. I have Rory Gallagher. I love um I love Jesus Christ. Yeah, a lot of people have said Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. I love Marcus Garvey. I'll have um I'll have Malcolm X. I'll have um I'll probably have Adolf Hitler in there as well, actually. You're not, you're not the first person to say that. I'd like to get into that man's mind. Why well, you're not the first I'd person like to, get, I'd like to, to say get that? Yeah, I'd like to get into his mind, man. I, I mean, if I, you know, if I don't understand, I, I wanna, I'd, I'd like to have a look at it. You know. <laughs> um, uh, oh, a few people, man. That um, would be. Uh... I mean, I'd want to pull up a chair at that table. That that that'd be very interesting to the party. You know, you gotta have, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the yin and the yang, and you gotta have all that happening within the room, haven't you? 
You do. I mean, you've got to have some identity inside there, man. You know, some people can't like... Can be funny enough, because I, I, I was speaking about someone asking me that question the other day, and then you asked me, and then half the people have just gone out of my head now. So I to uh-huh. Well, next one is then, like, you know, if, if you were on death row and they give you they give you opportunity to have your last meal, what would it be? Yeah. What would it be? Yeah, what, what would your last meal be? Oh, I don't know, man. I can't answer that one. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I can't answer that one. Um, no, you don't have a favourite meal? No, I don't know, really. I cook a lot of food, don't I? You know I love to cook. Yeah. I have so many favorites, man. So many. Um, that's definitely more difficult than choosing people for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who do you want to be at your table? That's, more, that's even more difficult. Um, yeah. No, but you know me, I love the, I love, I love, I love the whole vegan, the whole vegetarian thing. Um, vegan, yeah, I mean, it was something we enjoyed together in LA was the, uh, the vegan curries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. I mean, like, um, what would your last meal be? You know, as much as I've asked the question, I haven't answered it myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I've been... You've cut down on meat a great deal, haven't you? No, I'm still eating a lot of meat. There was a... Oh, uh, there was, no, I, I've, I did that stint of being... Uh, being a more vegetarian after that uh, trip to LA, I did that for four months. Yeah. Relapsed, and what I learned from that is just include more vegetables on your plate. Yeah. So I went back to meat. Um, I eat meat quite regularly, and um, over this over this period, I've improved my cooking a great deal. So I think I would go for a fillet steak. Fillet steak, some veggies on there, some. You know, some red chilies. You know, it's gotta be it's gotta be it's gotta be a bit spicy. I tell you what I have a weakness for, and this is admittedly so I really have a weakness for um seafood. Because mm. like um seafood, that's a scavenger fish. They eat all the crap at the bottom of the ocean. Mm. And if you look at all the crap that we're putting inside, you know, it's always a touch and go thing with um, seafood. Even the restaurateurs, they would tell you that. Chefs, when it comes to seafood, um, but they just eat all the crap at the bottom of the ocean. Like, that's one thing I have a, I had a, a hard time. I mean, I've been eating seafood, like mussels and that kind of thing, for like the longest while. But, yeah. like, um, I love seafood. Well, that's, I mean, that, that's, that's another side of things, you know, like we've talked a lot today about you know do looks matter i think that we can conclude yes they do we can all make uh better of of making more of an impact on first impression by being more conscious of our own image you know conscious of the clothes that we're choosing to wear every day um making a conscious effort to improve our physicality and what we're talking about now is diet, you know, what you're actually putting in your body because it, it does, it affects your complexion, it, it, it affects, um, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a nutrition expert, but from my own experience, you know, improving all of these areas of my life have, have definitely improved my 
my image and, and, and the feeling I have about myself. And if you feel good about Absolutely, yourself, man, then, you know, I'm going to feel good about you. Sorry? So if you feel good about yourself, then others are going to feel good about you. Right, right. I mean, I just think as men, or even, we're even that much more fortunate because like men, for the most part, are very visual with regards to the women that we look at and what we're attracted to. But a woman, even though she has that as well, she, a lot of it's to do with the intellect and how you come over and how you execute, how you make entry in your dialogue, which stands so much stronger, or um, stands to some degree more importance to a woman in that scenario of getting to know someone. I'm not saying they don't, a woman doesn't desire good looks just like a man does, but they, but there's a certain stimulation that makes a woman um, tick and feel a certain way if you could deliver and make her and put her in a place where, um, where you want it to be mentally, you know? So if you're a funny man, that helps, but don't try to be funny if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few cases of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. I've, I've, I've spoken to girlfriends of mine, and, and like, um, they may, and these are these are girls who may be able to dance. You know what I mean? And like. Um, you know, from the salsa scene, and 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 it's so important for them to be with a man that can dance and that can move. But if they can, you know, be them, if they, if they seem to, seem to hit, hit hit a guy who has that intellectual, forward-thinking, planning, that element of security, and just keeping a happy home, and sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're running towards the end of our, uh, our call now. And uh, we've got a final few yeah. moments. So, um, yeah, is there any sort of like closing, closing thoughts you may have for, for those that are listening and those that will be watching the pre-recorded version of this? Yes, just be open, just be experimental, you know, get out there, boots on the ground, you know, don't just leave it to kind of like stay online and have a look what you like, you know, have a look at local markets. Um, or some of the well-known markets. Um, remember that you could always banter, you could always bring these guys down when it comes down to price. You know what I mean? Um, the whole thing with regards to styling and finding, finding these garments will have a reflection and how you come over it as an individual and that, and that of your style. Um, as I said in the beginning, it is a journey, not a destination, so just take your time. Long. Yeah, excellent. I mean, I think you know, one, one thing that we've kind of brought into this discussion today is about the affordability um, of looking good. You know, you don't need to buy into expensive brands to to look expensive, to, to, to understand image. You just have to get in tune with what works for you, what fits, the shapes, the cuts. The theme of the style. Right. Um, right. We've got just two minutes remaining now. But, um, guys, I hope you've enjoyed the uh, discussion today. Um, it's more of a free-flowing conversation uh, between yeah. Dale and I because, you know, we're, we're, we're colleagues. We know each other quite well. Um, 
that's just how it is. But if you're looking to improve your image, prove your confidence, um, you know, you can head on over to, to the website and shoot us a message, or you can directly message us both here on Instagram to open up a dialogue to, to see what sort of channels we can help you uh, with. So um, thank you guys for joining. I, I hope that's been insightful and hope you guys got a lot of value from it. Thank you, Dale. For, for thank you, John. It's been nice speaking to you, man. I'll see you soon. As always, buddy. Thank you. All right, <laughs> All right buddy. Thank you. Good evening. See you, man. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, again, like it's every Tuesday. I bring on my friends, my family, my colleagues, um, interesting individuals in my circle to discuss matters that are important to us growing in this ever-changing world, okay? So I uh, hope you enjoyed it and stay tuned for next week to see how I got on. All right, take care. Hi guys, if you enjoyed the content, why not head over to my YouTube channel and hit subscribe. If you want to send me a message directly, head on over to my Instagram, London Dating Coach, where you can contact me directly.